Welcome back, everybody, to Jeff versus the World Presents Hood Classics. And like always, I got my man Shahid here. What's going on, good sir? Nothing much. It's funny how we get a real hood classic with a hood classic soundtrack. We don't get no hood classic music. Uh, I'm going to add it. It's going to be added in. I told you I fell asleep. <laughs> Everything is on the fly right now. So, yeah, the music would be added in and they're going to be like, well, damn. What are they talking about? <laughs> something, something, something. Uh, so, like always, what have you got into? What have you watched this week? We watched 2012's Man with the Iron Fist, a movie that should not exist, but somehow became a thing that exists and was successful enough to have a sequel. Which is very strange because I have to tell you, I have to admit, I really enjoyed myself watching this movie today. I was shocked because I couldn't remember much. And I think when I uh, talked to you earlier, I was just like, yeah, Lady Silk and this uh, <laughs> guy making uh, weapons. So, okay. They're like, no, he is getting paid. And I'm like, yeah, I was wrong with that. So I was just like, let me just. He's just a, uh, I, getting scammed by his woman. I mean, we still don't know if he wasn't getting scammed or not, but uh, that's neither here nor there. Uh, yes, we do. Time <laughs> out. No, 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 no. We're going to time out. Okay. We're not going to deal with the movie, but just think of the circumstances of the movie. Right. I'm listening. She don't need to scam him. True. She could be making a lot more money. It's like, from everything talked about, she like one of the top girls out there. Like, it, you ain't got to worry about this mess. You got one client, and she ready to bounce. True. All that money, she ready to go. Because if she didn't want to go, she just keep on making money. She could just make money with other people. Because what old homeboy, you hogging all to yourself. She the finest woman in here. I, I think I think in initially they kind of played it like we didn't know we weren't sure because they were always kind of like zoom in on her face on early and I think the first act. Happy to see her man. You just hate women, <laughs> so you think she's a scammer. I am not who we just talked about off air. I do not hate women. I do not hate women, but uh, yeah, I really enjoyed my. I, for some reason, I thought this movie was bad. I just had fun with the movie. And I, I really, tonight, want to watch the sequel. I want to jump into the sequel tonight just to see, uh, was it at least, you know, in the same, I get the same feeling watching that, or is it worse, or is it better? Um, it's different. I will say that. Uh, um, I don't know if it's a better or worse movie. Some parts are better, some parts are worse. It's a smaller scale movie. This It feels more like a, you know, Netflix movie. This one feels like a theater movie. It's funny because I remember this reading about this coming out and still be surprised being made, then seeing the cast. And I'm like, it, it's cool when you got friends. That's what it seems like. Riz's like- friend, friends with Quentin Tarantino, Riz's friends with Eli Roth. So Riz wrote the movie Eli Roth. Keep in mind, Riz wrote the movie with Eli Roth, directed the movie, and started the movie. That's some print shit. Can we? It's like a purple rain. That's a purple rain stuff. And this came on the thing. This ain't like I got the hookup. This came straight to VHS tape. True. And it's not a bad movie at all. No. Like it's not perfect, but it's no, 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 it's fine. And like considering, like it's his first time directing a movie. The Riz is not a trained actor, and I'm like, 
It's fine. And part of it's kind of like, you know, he had a lot of help. Mm-hmm. Not just from like, you know, behind the scenes, fight scenes, with the China to film it. And then like the cast. Look at that cast. Yeah, the cast is insane. I mean, you got, okay. We might as well start the biggest thing. He got Russell Crowe in the movie. He only got it for 10 days. But he's like, you know what, Bobby? She's like a cool guy. I'll be in your I'll be in your kung fu movie. Two-time Oscar winner Russell Crowe. I'm gonna show up in China and be a drunk, drunk addict English spy with a magic knife, just uh, chewing the scene like Al Pacino on crack. Hey, I was a little worried about that first that first uh, 10, 15 minutes we went because I'm like, yo, this dude is like Ron Jeremy. <laughs> right there, he's just out here wild, and I'm like, "What is this?" Until you know the story picks up a little bit more. And what's funny is, if you think about Russell Crowe early, Russell Crowe, you think about like Gladiator and you know A Beautiful Mind and Cinderella Man, like he's a hero. And you think of Russell Crowe now, like I saw Unhinged this weekend. Russell Crowe, man, you think um, what's the movie with Dennis Quaid, The Intruder, something? Shit, Russell Crowe is a goddamn monster. Oh, oh! But before we go there, how was that movie experience? Like, was it people in there? Were you separated? Like, how I, was it? Was like seven, it was it was seven people in the whole theater. Like in the, the show that we saw, it okay. was like two, then three, like floor seats down, two in front of. That's it. You had popcorn, you had bottled drinks and food, and that's it. No, no smoothies, no pizza, no nachos, no hot dogs. Anything could be open. Nope, nope, no nope, clothes. Gotcha. It, it felt weird. It felt like going to a movie, like a you know, you go like a beach town, like a small town, and like a real small movie theater. Mm-hmm. Like it barely worked. That's what it felt like. Like it felt strange. Like it's good going to the movie. I felt safe, but it not it did not feel the same. And I'm like maybe because it's like it, as time goes by, and it's a bigger movie. I was like, man, you go to you see Tenet and some IMAX. It's like six people in there. I bet y'all. Like, what the hell is, I, I'm like Christopher Nolan. What you got me doing? <laughs> I watch this hundred foot screen, and it's like six people in here, and it's just, it was weird. The movie, we'll talk about all the thing. I'm just saying, like Russell Crowe can play evil, and his he can play it very convincingly. But I'm like the fact Russell Crowe's in this movie, Lucy Liu's is also in this movie, and she asked, you know, like, she's like, I, I want to have a fight scene. I want you. I'm tough. It's like your man Ryu, Brian. Man, I told you he was gonna be. I told you, like, you want to see how Prince would be in a kung fu movie? Watch this. I'm going to state something. If you ever take the time to sit back and watch this movie, it's hilarious because every time you see him, I swear his hair gets bigger and bigger. I don't know what they were doing. I don't know if it was the same wig. It just keeps growing. Yeah, that. At the Shaolin hot comb, he was putting it on it. And the funny thing was, he was able to have a smaller role, and they liked him so much they put him in this role. No, they, oh, you could tell he was having fun with it. He was having a, tons of fun. Like, you know, this is Batista's first role. It's like it's a lot of people kind of like, you know, blew up from this movie. Like, you know, Batista's a movie star now. You know, Brian Mann shows up in Wu Assassins. Daniel Wu. Mr. You know, Poison Dagger in a white, you know, with the um, white wig. He ended up being into the Badlands. And then he shows up in Tomb Raider. Like, it's a lot, it's a lot of little stuff like that. Like, oh, I, f- I forgot he was in the movie. Your man, Johnny Tran. 
You know, yeah, me too. A Dominic Toretto's <laughs> bullshit. He shows up to be the the hero. Like it's a lot of it's a lot of people in the movie, and it's a lot of like talent, but it throws the movie off. Like, okay, it's two and a half main issues I have with the movie. Before we get into it, That's here. the first issue is it's way too much stuff. Yeah, there's a lot going on. It's a lot going on. A lot of stuff is like unnecessary. Like you got all these clans. You got one. They eat, they got rats in their jacket pocket and all this shit like this. And you have two heroes, two anti-heroes, and three villains. It seems like a lot. Mm-hmm. It. I'm, and, I wonder. I wonder if. There was a, a train, you know, somebody else doing a Rizzo's role. Would that movie have been condensed a little bit more to focus on him? Because it seemed like we missed out on something with his story. We got the backstory about you know him being a slave and stuff, but it just still felt like something was missing with his story. It's too much. I mean, you can only focus so much because the funny thing is the movie's named after him. He ain't the main character. And yeah. guess what? Rick Yoon is sort of the main character, but he ain't the main character either. That also goes to the part of the second problem. It's kind of shared. It's like no. everybody got a story going on. Here's the problem. The movie is based on, you would think, either Riss or Rick Yoon. But the movie's really Russell Crowe movie. And Russell Crowe in this movie, like Russell Crowe, to a small extent, Lucy Lou in this movie, is like if you had Shaq and Kobe playing at ACC. <laughs> like, it's it's... A certain level of acting skill, and then it's them. And it's not their fault. It's not like anybody's bad in the movie, but I'm like, you know, Riz is not, not a trained actor. The other one's like, they're fine, but it's kind of like, it's Russell Crowe. And it ain't like I'm Russell Crowe. I'm washed up. It's like, I'm still Russell Crowe. I'm not, I don't got abs anymore, but I'm like, yes, I won two Oscars. Yeah. Yes, I was one of the biggest movie. I was a, the biggest movie star walking for like four or five years. Or that's I'm Lucy Lou. Everyone knows who I am. I'm a movie star too. I'm a TV star. And it's kind of like when they come on the screen, they just dominate everything around. Especially, especially Russell Crowe. It's like he just out there just wilding. But everything <laughs> just fits. And yeah. if it's a thing, like you focus on him because the main hero boring. And I ain't talking about Riz, like Riz is boring, but that's more kind of like. That was set up that way because he was supposed to be his character. Set was up that way. Yeah. Yeah. But and also Rick Yu is like, I'm explain, I'm avenging my father's death. I can fight. I'm I'm a real good fighter. I'm not invincible. I love my woman. I love my clan. I'm fighting for the right thing. I have no flaws. Perfect. So he's a less charismatic Captain America. Like that shit is that shit is boring. And Rick Yoon ain't every time I see Rick Yoon, I think of a villain. Cause I think of him in Fast and Furious. I think of him in Tomorrow Never Dies. I think of him in Olympic. Like he just, he's been typecast as a villain. He just got like a villainous face the way they portray it. Like it's just hard seeing him as a hero because he like, you know, I'm here to save the day. They'll never be safe if we don't fight. Take me to my father's body. Like everything's all monotone. Like he's just kind of like, I'm just doing the right thing because it's the right thing to do. And that shit though, especially when like all the villains like, it's too many cool people around them that kind of like you can't have boring heroes. Hmm. I know, but I, that ain't the biggest problem. 
what's the biggest problem? Um, the main character can't fight. <laughs> oh, you caught that, huh? <laughs> I mean, it's Iron Fist syndrome. I know Rizzo trained two months and whatever he trained, but I'm like, you got to come from with a whole lot of people that don't know martial arts. And you can only fake it to a certain, like Ricky Ewan's trained in martial arts. Lucy Liu, I don't know, but she can fake it well enough. Batista ain't trained, but it's like, you know, he a wrestler. Yeah, he can get so it. So, like, he can do the physical. He can do the physicality, and Russell Crowe can like you know, you know, he looks, to. he can do enough tough guy stuff where it's like it's not. I've seen him enough action movies to believe him being tough. Yeah, you know, you know, he doesn't have to know karate, but he can just handle himself. The Rizzo problem was it was at that final act, and when he actually is fighting, it's like, wait a minute, we didn't even see a training scene or nothing. He know how to fight. <laughs> he, 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 it's like he learned. He took that Akuma shit and turned it to Ryu shit. It's like all of a sudden. He's doing dragon punches and it's like <laughs> his chi, his yeah. chi had his, his chi from the golden nectar supplement he was taking. <laughs> so he did. I was. Just you like, know who the Rizzo is? Oh, you saw Lord of War? Uh, I, no, no, I haven't seen it. Yeah, like Nicholas Cage basically playing like an arms deal, but he's not like a good. He's he's not a good guy, a bad guy. He's a guy that's mm-hmm. like kind of morally morally questionable. It wasn't until I rewatched him like the Rizzo's not really a good guy. He's just a reformed bad guy. Is he? That kind of thought. Think about it. I strayed from the path. I'm making all these weapons knowing it's wrong. I'm responsible for you know homie dad dying and all this violence. And, and he he himself said that. You know, like, I know this is the wrong thing, but I'm doing it to make enough money for my girl so we can bounce the fuck out. Like, yes, he may not be a he may not be an out and out villain. He ain't no hero. Okay. I'm making weapons. I'm making weapons that that basically murders everybody else, and I'm doing it for money just to leave. He was on his um, Tony Starks. Oh, I got you. Even though I was trained, even though I was trained to know better. Yeah, he definitely was trained to know better. Um, I felt that the. I don't know. And tell me if I'm wrong, but that whole backstory. <laughs> and I remember last week or two weeks ago, you were talking about the backstory of the movie of how he got to China. And it just, for me, it threw the movie off because where it was placed. I think, I think if it was I at mean, the beginning of the movie, it, it's just some, I, mean, I don't know. It fit. Cause it's kind of like, sooner or later question coming up. It's a black man in China. People kind of like accept it. And it's like, um, yeah, where he came, where did he come from? Cause it's it's like he's there, he's noticeable. It's only racing like a little bit in China, like you know, right before he gets his arms chopped up. But for the most part, it's kind of like, oh, oh, he's the blacksmith. It's cool. You called that, and too. it would be like, yes, of course I caught that. <laughs> I got so yeah, I'm like, I got so bad. The, I mean, but it's like, yeah, it's a black. I'm like, it's a black man in China making weapons, and it ain't like it's 1945. So you're gonna have to like, you know. How in the world did you get here? Like that question's gonna come up because I'm I want the same thing. Like, how are you gonna make this? It's a period piece, and you got a black guy in there, and also for the most part, everyone speaks English. Well, my thing is, I didn't mind the back. I didn't mind that story. I just felt it would have been better placed at the beginning. But I mean, we may just see it differently. I I just thought 
you know, it would have worked. It's placed there for a reason because it's the whole thing. If it's placed in the beginning and then you want like, okay, he did this, this, and this, and now he turned bad. So then it's kind of like, it's placed there because basically like Russell Crowe is kind of like, you got skill. What happened? And it's kind of like the backstory, like why he got there and kind of like, you know, is hitting talent there to make him where he is while at the same time showing he's better. You put, it's, you put it in the beginning, it's kind of like, eh. It's well, like you Batman can... Begins. It's like it's kind of like a lot. You know what it is? It's like when you have, I'm trying to think. It's some, you know how you have some movies, they have, you no, know, they tell you what happened, and then you get the best story like later on, like Blade. Yeah. You get Blaze Black story how he meets Wish like two thirds in the movie. You could have gotten the beginning. Yeah. But it, like, okay. It, okay. Like explaining because it's using more the backstory is explaining him to everybody else and gives like why is he moving the way he's moving. Had you not seen how he was moving, the backstory didn't have enough weight. It's like okay, he did this and then something changed. Well. You're absolutely right. But I, I guess in my mind, I was thinking like, okay, you could have told it to the point of when the boat crashed. And before you talk about the monks, that's where when Russell Crowe comes in. He was like, well, how, how did you get here? And, and he can say, well, you know, the boat crashed and they picked me up, blah, blah, blah. I just felt like the story just took like a little, like the story was moving. And that scene kind of was like, a, it slowed it down a lot. But you explained it, the whole Blade, comparing it to Blade makes it, Makes it more tolerable for me. Yeah. I, I can accept. And then also, like, by that time, the three, I guess, heroes are all, like, meeting together. Because they basically they're all doing their own thing. And then they start intersecting around that point. And then they finally get together and do the thing. Because the movie's not long. No, it's not. It's, like, two hours. But it's a whole lot of stuff they plug in. And the way the movie's structured, is you can't remove a character and not mess up the movie. Could they give too much weight to characters where it's like if you miss it, it's noticeable? Yeah, that's true. So let's just go ahead and jump right into it. What is the synopsis of this film? Uh, a blacksmith from Staten Island is trying to save enough money to get <laughs> his girl and bounce the hell out, but gets caught up in conspiracy involving stolen gold and yeah. There's two stories. The Brizzle story is basically I'm a blacksmith. I got a girl at the whorehouse. I'm Lady Silk. Impressed up with my five percent, my five percent knowledge. <laughs> Lady Lady. The circumference of the earth is twenty five thousand miles. Oh, you're so, so smart. He could have pulled that out of his ass. She don't know. It's like sometimes you only gotta be smart. You just gotta sound smart. It's like yeah. such a strong man. He said it in that hell. You know, twenty five bong bong. <laughs> Basically, it's like Riza Nas the type of people where, like, yeah, I didn't do all my learning in school, but I also picked up some books after school and I learned a few things. Shout out to Nas. Like, man. I know this. Yeah. Shout out to Nas explaining to people how gout works on that last album. <laughs> and actually being, and actually doing it the right way. <laughs> I, I'm so bad right now. I'm so bad. I was laughing my ass off, like, yeah, the King's disease. Also knows the rich man disease, also known as gout. Too oh. much uric acid. Eat your cherries. Hey. Drink your water. I'm like, he he ain't wrong. It's at hey. least he said no whole tap shit. At least, hey, at least he's getting the message out there. Hopefully people will listen to him. And that's why I love like it's funny where some people that got fake knowledge, but they sound smart. And it's people like it's unrefined knowledge, but it's like he ain't wrong. And it gets the 
point across. So anyway, that's going on in that thing. And the other main story point is, is all these warring clans, the governor of Jungle Village, want to transport this go through troops. He hires a lion clan to do it. People act funny about money. And Silver Lion, like, you know, betrays his master, wants to steal the gold with other people. And he got to knock out Gold Lion son and get the, get the job across. Yeah. Uh, you, that was the hell of a synopsis. That's pretty much it. Um, yeah, we can just go with the story. I'm just bad about the gout thing right now. <laughs> Hey, you want to tell me to listen to that album? I listen to a Sunday cutting the grass and explain at the end. I started laughing. I'm like, well, he ain't wrong. <laughs> I'm like, this is that's good knowledge right there. You don't gotta get you don't have to be in the classroom to learn all the time. So kudos to those who learn. So basically, you know, you're gonna have a risen movie. He's basically the narrator of the movie. So Bob, like, Bob. No, don't do that. <laughs> don't. Do, do not do not do that. It, no. Why? Cause he don't, cause he don't say it in the movie. We gonna play it straight, like he played it straight. He out there with like a Wu Tang symbol. He, he out there. He out there. here saying nonsense to Lady Lady Silk, like he twenty five. Yeah, bong bong. See, here you go. You call me a bully. <laughs> a, a bully, a bully, and a bigger bully. Basically, he explains you know blacks what you need the right materials, fourteen hundred degrees, and somebody you know. Needs to kill Jungle Bills. We got all three, and then it jumps to you know the intro where they all at dinner and they start fighting. And one of the fighters is Kung Lee himself, Strike Force fighter turn <laughs> actor. Now, his whole thing now, like he found his niche to be like, you know, I'll be in action movies. And I watched the regular version of movie theater, I don't know how much different it is from the unrated version. But I was like, I don't remember the regular version being as, as violent. Me and either. I was one out at the credit. I'm like, Greg Nicotero is a special effects director. He's known for like The Walking Dead and other stuff. And I'm like, why is he working in this movie? And then I see Kung Lee pull some of my goddamn arms off. Clean. And I'm like, oh. So that's why he's in this movie. Like, this is some, this is some violent shit going on. <laughs> clean off. This is like Jax in the animated uh, Mortal Kombat uh, Yeah, movie. but it ain't animated. It's like, I tell people, y'all want an R-rated Mortal Kombat, that shit gonna hit different when you see tendons. <laughs> Fatality. And they like pull the weapons out and they playing Shame on a Nigga, the orchestrated version. Because of course, like Spice is up. So they, they basically having to fight for whatever reason. That's a show you know. All these different clans, the Lion Clan, like the badass clan of the of the mall. The main governor hires them to protect the shipment of gold. And then you get a look, you see his generals like Silver Lion, played by Byron Man, aka Ryu, aka Prince, give a look to his homie, and Gold Lion gets poisoned. Gold Lion! Gold Lion! Like, what, what happened? Like, you know what happened? <laughs> Some Fred Hatton shit. It's like they scanned the man just to get the gold. So they knock him out the box. So their whole plan is they're going to kill him, steal the gold, and <sighs> short term, I see their plan. Long term, I don't see how they thought they had a future in this. Yeah, I didn't either. And I, I'm not too sure about the silver line anyway. So, uh, yeah, 
We'll see. Point out, like people point out, um, poison dagger. Like, yeah, you got to have a, a spiking at the two yard line. Like, you'd be celebrating too fast. So, so basically, he murders Gold Lion to take over the Lion Clan, and basically, his whole plan is to steal the gold. You find out later, but it's also one other issue. Gold Lion has a son, Zen Yi, and the clan is like, oh, we maybe wait for Zen Yi before we work together. I agree. He goes, so what? You agree? <laughs> he got this look on his face like, oh, oh, word? <laughs> you would wait? Like, he is affronted. Like, oh, you think you're a bad bitch? Are you speaking up? <laughs> like, are we not? <laughs> it's funny. I cannot take my eyes off Brian Man, how he played his performance. Because it's like, he just vamping it all the way up. He look at his hair. Kiss the ring. This man is in the mirror playing long, with his hair. Long live Silver Lion. Oh my God. Ryu, what happened? Somebody find you. Uh, Ryu was Ryu was like, fuck, I'm going to be like Akuma. This would. But with a slice of Vega. This would happen when y'all bullied that man into some uh, shoes. Uh, so their whole thing is they got to, you know, Strike out the wolf clan so they can take over the gate so they control the path to and from to and from the village to get the gold. And some of the lion clan are like, nah, we gold lions like we trying to piece things out. Silver lion like, fuck that. So they gotta take out Zen Yi, who's you know the son of gold lion. Zen Yi out there played by Rick Yoon, aka Johnny Tran, aka not the real villain of Fast and Furious. <laughs> Just a man got set up by bigotry. Well, we can't debate that anymore. That's just facts. Yeah, he out there getting a matching tattoo with his woman. And she hurting. <laughs> she yeah. like, shit. No shit. No Vladicane out there. They holding hands like, oh, we'll always, for one second, we get married. We'll always be together. I'll never leave you. Oh, get to let your dad die. I got to go. With a strap. You said you never leave. Y'all here work. The light. Oh, you gonna be one of those. You can't win. It's gonna be Adrian. Pretty much. He like you know. If I don't take it, if I don't handle this, we'll always be running. So I gotta handle this. And he has a so this whole thing. Yeah, they killed his killed his dad. He don't know who it is, but his dad died. He gotta get some answers. So he do got a point. And then who shows up? My man Russell Crowe. Chewing up, Jack. Chewing up all the scenery. I hear I'm like, you got a white man in China. So he's up there, go to the local whorehouse, run by Lady Blossom herself, played by Lucy Lou. Looking Lucy Lou does not age. Her minyan went. Her and Minyan Wen just has a, you know, a bet. Who going to age first? Because both of them seem to be winning that bet. And she's out there like, oh, you're a gentleman? You in the military? Oh, how long were you in France? No long enough to see a refined gentleman. You know, I just run a room on a southern road. Oh, we got to say, this to tell you what type of man he is. You know how they drink, like, drink to your health? He like, drink it. To my illness. <laughs> <laughs> this man on his shit. 
You know that ODB. Rizza said he wrote the character with ODB in mind. And it makes sense. Yeah. This man, like, I want a nice room on the Southern Road, a bottle of that liquor, and three of your finest. Oh, just three? I, I want to be humble. I'm going to take all this whole thing. Oh, he want to be humble. It's like, I'm t- <laughs> yeah, you know, he's like, oh, ladies, lay them choose. He choose the third was like, oh, she already got somebody. Got the wrong one. And this this big, fat, sloppy dude that probably got an AEW shirt. <laughs> hint, hint. Uh huh. He out here like, madam, you're about to experience something that no woman should ever experience in her life with horrors you'll never dream of. Like, damn. Cut my man down in front of his face. I'm here to save you from two minutes of the worst feeling you'll ever have in your life. Oh, man. It's pissy. Like, my name's Angry Hippo. You know what that means? And Jack Warren would be like, you know, doesn't have to be this way. Doesn't have to be this way at all. And meanwhile, Matt Blas is sitting there just looking like, oh, I wonder going to go on. So he gets up, bashes the um table, picks up the axe. Jack pull a knife out and cuts him basically in half with like a scissor knife. They go all the way up, don't he? All close. All, all the way up. Ugh. From belly button to throat. And then he just wild out. My name is Mr. Knife. You can call me Jack. I'm just going to come here and relax. I do not want to be disturbed. And I'm not going to shout. Keep in mind, he's saying all this. And he is shouting his this ass is... off. But the camera's going all the way around him. Like He's like, yeah, if this was a better movie, this would be my Oscar speech. You know what that was, right? Oh, let's get the gladiator scene. Are you not entertained? <laughs> yeah. How the gladiator scene would be if I'm high. <laughs> it's like, oh. And then it's like, should I give the, the other half of Angry hippo to your room. Like, feed it to the dogs. That'll make them taste better. Uh, and she just laughed. Like, she think this is funny as fuck. She know she, she go getting, out there. She getting some money. She don't care. So anyway, Zanyi shows up. Just cheer, cheer. I don't know why he hit this end. It's like this end got rats and people eating with rats and... You know, his homie, MC, you recognize Jen? Yeah, I saw Jen. Oh, master. Yeah. <laughs> Must have been the, the crab apples. Got the damn runs. <laughs> Yo, uh, kids, uh, if you never heard of MC Jen, just go to YouTube. It, I'm just wondering, this is 2012. So I could see him in Too Fast, Too Furious because he was like a thing around then. Yeah. But he, like he, he eight won- years later? Guess he wanted to keep acting. Yeah, I'm like, I guess Rizzo, Rizzo really like Rough Riders. So. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, they have a fight because they try to jump, you know, Zen Yi, a.k.a. X-Blade. They never say why he's called X-Blade, but it's like, that's his name. So he out there with his magic Gundam suit, throwing darts and shit, just murdering these jokers. And as the chase goes on, and... He runs funny. <laughs> and you know what I learned? Most people run funny. And you only realize it when you realize kind of like you see Tom Cruise and you see like how Mel Gibson used to run, like the least 
weapon movies. Like we see somebody that know how to run, like Will Smith, Denzel, like af- like people that used to be athletic. You see them run a certain way, and then you see people like <laughs> Vin Diesel. You ever see Vin Diesel run? Uh, yeah. We saw him in Fast yeah, and Furious exactly. run. Yeah. And, yeah. He didn't run. Yeah, he didn't run long. I seen plenty of Fast and Furious that run. Two, oh, two it's, tops. it's blocky like The Rock. Boom, boom, boom. It's like some juggernaut shit. The Rock used to be able to run, but like The Rock has blown out his doing like Achilles tendons and hip <laughs> bones and like that. And he's like his late 40s. Because I seen The Rock in Skyscraper. And it's like, yeah, I know he got a fake leg, but shit. This motherfucker just jumping and all <laughs> that types man of was, That man was running like, like Eric Gordon dribbling a basketball. <laughs> You know, we go. We could, one day we got to dive into those uh, rock movies too. Those movies like that. So anyway, he's out there running, chasing this guy. He gets jumped, gets tied up by four people in the ropes, and the crucifix him. Oh, X blade, no blades, just an X. And somehow the man got a blade in his back because he just ducked underneath the blade, shoots out. I have no idea how. It's a kung fu movie. Don't Kills the other four people. He <laughs> escapes. So guess you got to try again. And meanwhile, Lady Blossom out there putting lotion herself up. See, I get ready for her man. Her man Tyke, he's out here working. He just he about to t- turn out the um closed shop up. Wolf Clan like this. I needed a day. Three days. Why the wait? It's like, but what you want to take three days unless you need that sorry shit right there. Like that man had a stone axe, he broke it with like a tap. I'll be back in two. <laughs> oh yeah. I'm, be ready to use Oh, you remember say, they'll turn your back on a wolf. You'll bite you in the ass. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he didn't give a fuck. He like, you get the fuck out of here. Yeah, man. Talking that nonsense. So, bronze line ain't here for all that. So, he shows up there, gives him the paperwork, hands him the gold, bounce. So, he out there making the stuff and gets home. <sighs> My golden nectar. Hurry. Like it's some Coke 45, fucking drunk. He killing that job. I just always laugh with this golden nectar shit. I'm like, what? This is a 5% vegetarian. This is, so this is like their version of sea moss. Is that what it is? I, I have no idea what that's supposed to be. But it was must have been delicious because he chugged it down. Bring me some golden nectar. Hurry. It's probably just a mountain. Honey, you <laughs> so, to death. I don't do it for them. I do it for you. So you can leave this you can leave this place. Give her the money. Like almost close to buy buy her contract back. She's smiling because she got a man that's working hard to take care of her. You do that, a woman give you anything. She can trust you not to look stupid. Well, that's you like nah. You know what you're thinking? Oh, she's smiling because she's scamming his ass. <laughs> I said, I thought that initially because when I was first watched, I wasn't sure. At the end, all jokes aside, she was riding with him because they both of them crying each other arms and all that shit. So, yeah, she was rocking with him, but it just seemed funny the way they shot it. Like You just didn't know. Mm-hmm. But he was working hard. He coming there looking so, like, like a bum. Hey, man, take off these dingy-ass clothes when you come up and but she loved him, so whatever. Yeah. So basically plotting. So you see a man in the shadow of line, bronze line, talking about the gold's coming in the shipment in two days, and they being protected by the Gemini killers. 
in their army. And also the emperor sent his emissary. And I don't know who he is or what he's capable of, but we got a basic plot. You know what he's capable of? Being a freak. Because <laughs> it cut the Russell Crowe in a bathtub doing God knows what. You know what he was doing. Shirt still on. <laughs> you do glasses all crooked. You know exactly what he was doing. Cut it out. Look at you. I play with you later. You still wet. You know, play. Let's play. Let's pretend to be Catholic. Try who's the heretic. Man, out here with dildos and got people cuffed. He is. And Lucy Lou show up with the online. Oh. Can I see more girls? What if I just cut these in half? She like, that bad eyes a kite. She, she ain't here for that shit because she damn sure get him straight. Damage my yeah, you damage my girls, and I'll damage your pussy. Like oh, it's painful, such exquisite way, and then licks her lips. Like, what if I put the baby's arm inside you? You know, I had never heard that term before until this movie, and then I looked up to what that meant, and I just like, oh my god! You you knew you knew what it meant before you looked it up. You just had to be sure. No, I was I was like, what the the baby's arm. I had no, I had no idea because that's a disgusting. That you, right. and y'all see, keep in mind when y'all say coochie, that irks me. So I'm like, who the hell says that? You know damn well who says it. <laughs> you already know who says it. And I frown my face, and he, and he get he glad because he know I hate like. This I've never heard him say like that. Must be hundreds. I'm, I thought we were tired of shit like 20 years ago, and they made a comeback. That actually got to be in y'all group because I've never heard him no. openly openly no, say that. Go on Twitter. Go on Twitter. <laughs> You'll see. It. And it's other people that say it too. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, we brought this back. Like we brought this back. Like we brought like we brought the measles back. So anyway, he's like, oh, she's like, oh, it's must be some damn. Good opium, cause he just out his mind, and then the other man peeking, he like, "What are you looking at, no dirty little man?" <laughs> so you have no idea, like, okay, so this man got skill, but he just like a drunk, like he's trying to drink and smoke himself to death, right? So meanwhile, they gotta figure out a way to take, you know, Zenyi out the paint, and the, the Rat Clan couldn't do it, so who they get? Mr. Brassbody, who shows up because, you know, this is right when Rizzo leaving out there, he probably knocked off his woman. So he walking by, he sees this big dude, he looking, Batista like, get this look. Like, the same look, he probably used to get Randy Orton in Evolution. Like, you ain't shit. (laughs) (laughs) And it's funny how they play, because, like, he out here, you know, first he's looking all mean, then he with the kids, all friendly. He get all the kids on his shoulders, like four of them. Just oh look, have a good ride, and then just throw them, the and it's having land softly. It's like okay, is he a good guy? Is he a bad guy? Does he like the kids? And it's funny, this like one of Batista's first roles, and he thanks for like no, thank you for helping me start my movie career. And you can see like, I remember when Batista was like, you know what, I'm gonna be a movie star. I want to be an actor, and people were like, they couldn't see it, and I'm like. The man's talented. Yeah. Like, he's carried, like, think about it. 
He was this big, muscled-up man that had tattoos, dressed in dope-ass suits, and was a babyface. You know how hard that is? Like, the man... Forget, like, he's an awesome heel. But the man was... I'm, I'm just cool. I wear expensive-ass suits. I like sex. I like beating up people. I got muscles. You've seen wrestling fans. Right. Wrestling fans like underdogs. Like you got, if you look like The Rock, you got to have a whole bunch of charisma. I don't know. I think, all. I think the black community, we definitely got behind Batista, especially when he became SmackDown champion because the fits were on point. That boy was. But that's the whole thing. White fans aren't used to swag. Yeah, only thing they were close to was The Rock. Swag. When they see people that look all tell, look all sharp, that's not be heels. They grew up look. They grew up watching Ric Flair and Thousand Dollar Suits and Hulk Hogan and shitty ass jeans. <laughs> <laughs> right, <laughs> like you see how Shawn Michaels used to dress. Ooh, yeah. ooh, but you know what is telling now, and, and, and that's and that's what we swag. And how did Chris Jericho become a heel? He threw a suit on and started talking slow, and all of a sudden he's a heel. Yeah, I think that's true. I think I think uh, it's a percent, high percentage of wrestling fans that don't have a sense of uh, style. We'll just say that. <laughs> so anyway, he shows up and it's kind of like he got this swag. Chris was the person he hired. The man, Mr. Quan, aka Brass Body, aka something else you find out. He was like, no. We need you for a bigger job. Like, don't you know, don't send a right to do a man's job, basically. And then you see some dude's head. I guess that's the last person he murdered, had a snake come out of his mouth tomorrow. Zengi became a thorn and the paw of the lion. You gotta be plucked. Take care of it. You double that. So and you see what his power is? His his hand turns bronze, he colossus. Crushes like a marble, something like that. Tomo. Zengi's blades will have no effect. And they about to start laughing. Oh, especially uh silver, silver lion. And at this point, his hair has moved, shifted up more. Oh, yeah. We keep entirely of his hair. You just hating on this Shaolin Silky. I swear to God. <laughs> it's, you know, you remember when you used, uh, everybody used to have the box, or not everybody, but people used to have the box haircut, and they always had to pick with him. They were always picking their damn hair. I swear that's what he was supposed to be doing in this movie, just picking his damn hair. Every other scene. On this silver line. <laughs> that's going to annoy me the hell out of me. <laughs> Oh, but he played it up good, though. He was fun. Mm-hmm. So that's the whole. So basically, they're going to hire him to kill Zenji because nobody else can. The first one they hired couldn't do it. So eventually, they cross paths because, you know, Zenji gets to the village after, after finding out what happened. Oh, Silver Lion changed. Your father wanted peace, he wanted war. So he's finally, okay, Silver Lion up and up. So he finally gets there, gets to the brothel. They're singing some song. It's like, oh, where's Silver Lion at? Come get Silver Lion. And like, oh, he got us waiting. So he ain't fucking with me. So we got some kids bring him out like a setup, like Dark Knight Rises. Hey, come outside. You come outside. My man, Brad's by tear out homie's throat. Man. I didn't expect this movie to be so damn graphic. <laughs> I really didn't. And I don't remember it being this way, like you said. So I was just like, oh, as soon as I saw it, I was like, oh, shit. Exactly. 
and Zen Yi out here with the smoke throwing all these ninja stars like Ninja Scroll. And it's working just as well as it working Ninja Scroll. Like, okay, the first nine times she do it, it just bounce off. Maybe you need to stop. But like, nah, he ain't stopping. So he out here throwing more. Don't work. Try to drop kick him, bounce off. Try to drop kick him again, bounce off. The other dude breaks his stick off on his head. Then tries to punch him in the face. All you did is he grab his hand. One dude tried to jump. He get power bombed to death. <laughs> that man caught him mid air. That's what happened. I guess he power bombed somehow on the concrete. They died. Forget this fucking two count. <laughs> so here, here's the thing. Zengi's a badass. You've seen Zengi fight, and he get demolished. Like Brad, like he tried to go. I'ma jump on you. I'ma stick you with my my little blades and all that shit. He gets shook off. Hit him with the tiger thrust. Tears off his little shitty ass vest. <laughs> like he getting his ass beat. Like Zenyi, you're a dead man. And then this his ass homie to save him pulls a damn building on him. Sacrifice himself. To save Zenyi for three seconds. The blacksmith scoops him up, hides him in a brothel. Hey man, you gotta um you gotta be a real one to do something like that. I don't know if I wanna, I don't know if I wanna go out. Explain. Like mm-hmm. Explain what happened. <laughs> Got his ass beat, that's what happened. So he's gonna be out the movie for a while. Yeah, an extended while. Mm-hmm. So while that's going on. Gemini killers come in. They, you know, they out there with the gold, and it's funny too. All this talk about oh, the Gemini killers, they doing this, and you just see. I don't know if they supposed to be brother and sister, husband and wife, lovers. They don't really say. So, what would you guess? Uh, I'm gonna say lovers, but I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> they did. I don't know. I'm just gonna say lovers. So basically, they stop at the end. Ends closed for the night. They gonna get some of them, you know, some spare ribs, little duck, and chill and leave the next day. That's the whole plan. <laughs> so meanwhile, Jack had enough fun because he a couple. We jumped to a couple scenes. We out here like you know playing sex games with all these women and then it's finally done. It's like, oh, Jack, come back to bed. A little pleasure before business. He's like, you were business. This is pleasure. <laughs> Knocking down whores is business. Oh, <laughs> business must have been booming. He's like, alright. So the game's over. Like, alright, he out here to investigate, see what's going on because he knows this, like, he sees the stuff going on with, you know, X-Blade. He sees the stuff with the blacksmith. He's kind of like picking up stuff. So he's investigating. You don't know who you're working for or who you're working with. But it's like, all right, time for some serious stuff. So we jump in here. You know, Gemini's there with the gold. So, of course, Silver Line shows up. Oh, this is closed. I'm sorry, closed. Never closed the Line Clan. So they show up there eating. That's so annoying. You, y'all here, mind your business. Somebody come and start eating your food. <laughs> Sitting down at your table. Oh. <laughs> Spicy. Like, you don't get your fucking fingers off my ribs. Ooh. 
I couldn't. I just imagine like a Flemings or Roos Chris. You have to eat a tomahawk steak, and then somebody you got smoked with to sit down. Like, oh, nice mashed potatoes, nigga. <laughs> put put they spoon in your mashed potatoes. Start eating. I'm like, nah, I gotta shoot you. It's got to be a fight on site. That's so dope. it's like, oh, why are you here? <laughs> Hold on. I wish you could see me. Can I move my hair? You know why we're here. <laughs> <laughs> Flick my hair to the side. How about just give us the gold? You can go home alive. Hell, you can chill with us. You know, in our new palace. Hey, <laughs> girl, old girl, it's like, you know, a dog with a throne is still a dog. Oh, and, and he like yeah, you know a dog likes to chase the pussy. Time to square up. That's all you gotta do. Soon that line come out here, they fighting and they having the fight scene. So far, it's like even stands, and then it's like oh, it's the Gemini twin. They got matching swords, and they do this goofy ass stance where the man stand on the ground with his arms out like Raven, and the girl is like. Inverted on his shoulders upside down, and like, oh, Gemini stance. I'm like, this stance is stupid. You can make a you can make a sound all you want. Like, this just what we tell. Like, this is dumb. Move to the side. She can't do shit. All y'all do is take and then she just like, oh, oh shit. You about to do the raging demon? I'm like, well, whatever. So they out here. Having the upper hand because they also had the archers. It's kind of like, yeah, they got archers out here with like reloadable bows and arrows going, everything going good so far. Also, she got a damn gun on her thigh. Yeah, she stay ready. She's swinging her around. She's just shooting people. Stay ready. And everything going fine. Toss up. Poison dagger. Somebody, sh- <sighs> they always make poison be the worst thing. And you know, I play video games. I hate poison. I don't care what game it is. Like, poison always just bothers me because it's like you get hit and your power just drain a little bit at a time and just a little bit. You like, I gotta stop the menu and get an herb or I gotta like find a cure. And like, it's just so unseemly. Like, I don't care what, like, I'm I'm just download Streets of Rage 4. They got poison on that game. I'm like, I hate poison. I'm glad you found the point. You're supposed to hate it. Game. Thank you for doing that. I mean, yeah. Took you long enough. I mean, yeah. It's fun. There's <laughs> um, a time limit. Mr. Why y'all tell me Dread was so good? You, why you always like bringing up old shit? Come on, man. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a, oh. That's how it happened, huh? So anyway, she get hit with the darts. And he about to swing. It's like, poison dagger, show yourself. And it's funny. It was an even fight. And he just, just spitting shit at people. Kill all of them. They both die. And they die with their holding arms. The Gemini symbol, like, oh, it's so romantic. They lost. So the gold got snatched. Eventually, the governor finds out. And he pissed. Because Rizzo's like, they found out the gold ship, so he sent his world famous wolf army, wolf general. And these motherfuckers had a Gatling gun with more bullets than China had rice. Jesus. I laughed my ass off on me. Like, these motherfuckers got a Gatling gun. Uh, and guess what? 
And that time, that's like we seen Last Samurai, we seen Magnificent Seven. If you got a Gatling gun, it's over. That's like the end. Boss. It's over. Yeah. <laughs> but like Last Samurai, they launched it. Oh, we think we can win. We chased them, so they pulled the Gatling gun out. Then the movie over. Uh, it's just funny how that happened. The only time a Gatling gun didn't, even in Dread, we saw Gatling gun change the whole damn movie. Yep. So anyway. They got the gold, and they know like the they know the emperor army gonna be on them. So they gotta figure out what to do with the gold. So we'll get to them, cause Jack shows up. Oh, they ruined my shop, lion. You want some lion, huh? You want braised lion, steamed lion, duck lion, whatever. He's like, I just want some soup. You ever had that soup in so long? Like, yeah, I guess probably the last time we went there. Like seven years, like for the finest gentleman. So he investigating. He's like, oh, see the Gemini, see the poison. Looks like mercury. And then he touches his face. And he got a scar like that too. So he's starting to put some stuff together. Maybe some past history with the old poison dagger. Right. Who you still haven't seen his face yet. You just seen this dude in the background because he got a hoodie on up until no, he hasn't revealed himself yet. So you just hear his voice. So it's like, oh, who has Mercury? The blacksmith. What the blacksmith doing? We need to take care of Zinni with his woman. Oh. You know, he made the weapon. And he feel guilty because he made the weapon that Poison Dagger used to kill his father. Why are you helping me? You know, I feel yeah. like that Bobby Digital shouldn't have made those weapons. You know, bomb, oh, bomb. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, have your fun. I know you had that in your system for like 20 minutes, didn't you? Oh, Bro. shit. Wrong. <laughs> I hated when Rizzo was doing that for like a good two, three years. I'm like, I thought I would never hear it again. And now I hear it again in 2020. Do you ever do that silly shit he was doing as Bobby Digital? <laughs> you know, I was about to do that myself. I'm glad you had two. I'm like, see? And we all convinced ourselves, nah, this is just some new <laughs> shit. Your, man, your brain ain't up on it. And it might have been because them beats actually age better with time. But when that shit dropped, I'm like, I was I so mad. Like, is, is this the wave? Is it like, nah, this didn't, y'all, you used to hearing this analog shit. I'm like, we didn't even know what that meant. I, I was so mad I bought that album. I was like, oh, I was so mad. I was like, oh, Rizzo got a new album. It's Bobby Digital. I don't know what. And I tricked my mind for those first couple of days. No, this is good, man. This is good. And then it's, something just hit me. No, it's not. It's good. It's, just, it's good. It's just different. And I'm like, and the thing is, they got some fire songs on there. Yeah, it's not They a, got a lot of weird shit. No wonder Rayquan and Ghost are like, nah, bring back your old shit. Bring all these flutes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, I remember people who Wu-Tang being mad, like, I'm the fuck Rizzo think he Jimi Hendrix. No. Oh. He need to bring back that old Talk to you, God, about that. He'll tell you. <laughs> uh, a lot of stuff. So anyway, it's like, yeah, he feels a certain way. because like, my blades, Raspberry destroyed them. I need a new suit. So he's like, you know, my hands, these would be the finest weapons I make. And these would be the last weapons I make. Because he made enough money to get his girl to fuck out. Because he was about to bounce. He's like, oh, let's stay a little longer. And everything like that. This would be heaven. This place, heaven. <laughs> I got a question. So if the goal was to buy his woman's freedom, mm-hmm. after he bought her freedom, 
how are they going to live? I mean, work somewhere else. I mean, because he was pulling in the dough as a blacksmith. So if he ain't pulling the dough, he, he ain't. A, I mean, it's not like that's the only town in China. So he would go to another town to be a, to still be a blacksmith, but just not making wealth. Okay. okay. I mean, you can make shoes. Yeah. Uh, keep working. <laughs> you ain't like, oh, what are you going to do? You ain't going to slay me. I'm just saying. I mean, you, I mean, you giving her a lifestyle. You know, she's seeing all this money. We do No, the the money was. What was her lifestyle? She was a hoe. Ooh, she was not a hoe. She was she a work. She was a working okay. woman. Would you stop? Was, Don't do that. I'm not, no, I'm not saying it's a derogatory. She was a whore that had one customer, and she loved him, and he loved her. And the most of the time, she out there putting lotion on her legs and taking baths <laughs> and chilling. Like it ain't like oh I was working for corporate I was I was a, a member of the court or I was a lawyer. It's like come on now all she doing is all she doing is moving. Yeah, I mean that's it. A lifestyle. I mean you know it's, like she was a Kardashian. She's seeing a lot of money come in. Is what I'm saying. And then you know what she getting it wasn't like she was getting money and buying like Gucci vans. I think when I, okay, because I get what you're saying because they were pretty much taking care of with Lucy Lou because of the, the the job they had, so they would have certain things like probably lotions and bag, you know, all that good stuff like that. So yeah, she didn't want to leave or anything. Let me tell you, so I make it looking good, you know, but no dough. <laughs> yeah, that really <laughs> is. Right. Yeah, so that line, that's what that's what you sound like right now. I didn't say no, 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 no. Don't do that. that. That's not how I'm sounding. What I'm saying is, she's seeing money come in. If they leave this, whatever they want to run off to, is he still gonna be a blacksmith? You get what I'm saying? Like that money ain't gonna be the same as the money he's bringing in for the weapons. No matter where he goes, I give some money. Give him some money. Start go crazy. You know, keep it looking good. Anything you know, but no dough. I get a bitch. I got a bitch. Right on. How much you said? Zero percentage. Talking about she used to like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? She used to that money. Whoa! She she get good soap. She used to a nice scarf. Yeah. I don't like you right now. Why do you have to bring that shit up? We shit does not need to go back to the back at all. We gotta cut that shit out. You sound like you sound like the Mac. Jeff the Mac. Oh, how she gonna give up that, that good lotion? She living good. She got sandals, she got food. Sometimes she gets to take a bath with a flower in it, and she's going to give all that up. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying she's comfortable right there. She's going to give that all up for, you know, I don't know. Oh, my God. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> you're a funny man. No, you, twi- you twisted my shit around. <laughs> I'm angry about it. She's going to get all comfortable with them ropes. So anyway, while she out here looking all comfortable, because now she can buy her freedom. And, you know, Madam Blossom, low because she she out here all listening at night, so she know the deal. It was like this man, cause like he show up every night, and she the only person he sees, and everybody kind of just talking about you know, oh got the same customer. Everybody ain't lucky like you. They hate. You gotta be laying around with friends. Yeah, I be hating too. For what? You no. Know, what you hating for? You late cause you out here laying out with angry hippo sweating on you and slobbering on you and then you got this man like you know he might be brown everybody else tan and yep you know but it's like he got money he take care of her he's smart 
you got constant, you know, 24, 25, 25,000 miles, circumference of the earth. Such a smart man. Bog, bog. Strong arms. Stop! Damn it. <laughs> so, <laughs> he, he didn't drop the line because everybody ran to do, oh, you know, before we go, you can have a threesome. Put your balls. Oh, whoa. Okay. <laughs> Alrighty. How are you just playing? Like, yeah, I'm just playing, but if you say yes. <laughs> nah, I'm kidding. I'm just kidding. Well, if I wasn't, <laughs> niggas ain't shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> niggas are the worst. So anyway, he's gonna go ahead and build the suit because he feel bad for you know, basically building a weapon that kills Zenyi's dad. So eventually, it come, he builds the suit. Everything's good to go. Gets this, you know, suit to um his his girl while they're taking care of Zenyi. He getting checked on because he get jumped. And Brad Spy like, oh, lady sucks to find this woman. You got good taste, Blacksmith. You hogging it to yourself. She tell me where Zenyi is. You'll never see again. Like, he hot. He like, you got the you ain't sharing. You just cop blocking. <laughs> you know, you go to the strip club, the bad strip. Like, oh no, I already got VIP. What? You'd be mad, be like some man out there, like you'd be all mad, like, no, that's because for like three years. You'd be looking like motherfucker out here spending his retirement check. He arrest Haven for hoes. Because it's something it happened. I seen it go a couple clubs. It'd be one she like like the every club got Mercedes that got one customer. Yep. He out there dropping. Stacks. Your car thief. Can I, get a, can I get a lap dance? No. You pay my mortgage. Fuck out my face. A dance. A twenty. A twenty. So a twenty-five it, dance to somebody who probably could blow three, four hundred on you that night. Yeah, she. They're doing the right three, thing. Three, four hundred. Three, four thousand. That was, that was being nice. The three hundred. I know it's probably more than that. Yeah, these jokers be spending their whole um, retirement check. You know, I used to be a staff sergeant, girl. For retirement. Oh, yeah. Uh, we'll talk about that later. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> that is not an uh, on-air discussion. So, basically, you get caught up. It's like, oh, you know, you tell us what Zen Yi is, we'll let you go. Because you know you've been building stuff for a lot of people, for us, for other people. You ain't telling you nothing. You know, go like you know, go to the lion, and then get mad. I'm gonna ask you one last time after beat hit him in the chest and the stomach. I'm gonna ask you one last time, Blackie. Yo, I don't know why, because it just came out of nowhere. Because up at this point, you ain't had no racism whatsoever, none at <laughs> all. And Silver Fox, and, he just went there, Blackie, and, and smiled kind of like you know. He is a blacksmith. It's supposed to be like a, you know, a play off his name. And also, you see it like, yeah, man, she's my last time Blackie. Mm-hmm. Saying, yeah, he spits on like that's a mistake. So, Mr. Brass Body picks up this huge ass Mortal Kombat sword that was sitting on these hot coals. Chops off one of his arms and saws it. Just to make sure it's all. <laughs> Drooling and shit. Like, it's disgusting. And then the, the other arm. 
Oh my god, Rizzo was like, like it's a robot. <laughs> this is actually the best actor in the movie from him because I really thought they tried to chuck topped his arm off. Stop it and then sawed it just to make sure it's off. Yeah. And Russell Crowe watched this like, oh shit. <laughs> he, he will make it no I'm glad I ain't dead. Like, he, he ain't break it up either he's like oh throw some fireworks <laughs> he was helping so, from a distance <laughs> what about him just leaving to the rats so they bounce out he out here and they he out, they got him he's like oh you're as tough as old boots blacksmith still alive my arms oh they're rat food my friend well, damn, tell me, tell, tell me the truth. Yeah, tell me how you, you really feel. We got to cauterize the wounds. It's going to feel good. It's not going to feel good at all. So drink this. Drink another one. Now drink a bigger one. And cauterization is necessary because, like, you know, stop infection, stop you from bleeding to death. Whew. That shit look painful. All right, we all, we've all made hamburgers on the hot grill. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this man, and it's like the movie called Man with the Iron Fist. <laughs> so yeah. he knew was he's gonna have to get them fists sooner or later. He thought it was gonna be gloves or something. Nah, buddy. <laughs> so he getting the Jack treatment. So they basically heal him up, and you know, Zenji come out. Oh, thanks for helping. What happens to the blacksmith? I heard he's, they say he's dead. Now he ain't dead. He's like, oh, you healed up pretty fast. How did the man, like, did you make this weapon? Shows him a whole poison dagger thing. Like, yeah. How did a man so skilled end up in a place like this? And then we get the backstory because we all wonder, like, yeah, how did a black man show up in China and become a blacksmith? So, this is not. This was absolutely, I, I looked this up on um, IMDb, and what it said was that this scene here with uh, Pam Greer and this scene, this was a deleted scene from Roots. Uh, <laughs> 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 Don't believe anything you see from IMDb. I'm just fucking with you there. You said that shit like that. <laughs> no, you did. That was the lead scene from No, you want to hear something that? that's real funny? What? This was supposed to be somehow in the same universe as Django Unchained. Excuse me, come again? What I said. How the movie starts off, Quentin Tarantino presents Man with the Iron Fist. But Rizzo wasn't available to film the scene because he was told to be like it's supposed to be a scene like you know he's in Django and it's like it's implied that they're the same universe before he left he ran the Django one day wow that would have been cool though that would have been kind of cool yeah and it would have been those like what six people yeah it would <laughs> like if the subsection of I mean somebody who probably seen Django Unchained will probably have seen this Cause it seemed like it's like the type of like you know I'm or know like, of it. Wu Tang and RZA is like they they got it's a hipster thing. Like it's like yeah, hey, I seen this and I seen Ghost Dog. It's like it's that it's that circle small, but that circle probably got a bunch of annoying people. So yeah, that's real. Not your oh, own. this is the latest scene from Roots. So about that the annoying people, yeah. Because once we said something about Ghost Dog on here, oh the floodgates went open. 
the flood. <laughs> oh, when y'all gonna do it? Let me know. Can I be on it? Uh, no. No, 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 no. It did. <laughs> <laughs> can I be on it? Yeah, can I be on the episode? Is one of my favorite. It's one of your oh, favorite. What? Sorry, Wayne, bro. No slick. <laughs> I know I'm a hipster. Squad. Yeah, this is a two man squad. We need a third man. We already got friends. I ain't no. I'm doing better vetting than it is heat. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I, I heard. Yeah. I heard you was cool on Twitter. Fuck all that. I need some reference. <laughs> You ain't catching me with no Wayne Grove shit. Yeah, no. He made a move, man. That's why I had to call him a slur. <laughs> somebody call somebody like with special needs the R word and we get all hemmed up. Fuck all that. No. Uh, no. If we do ghost all, it'll be with Rich. It ain't gonna be with some new. Yeah, it'll some be new, somebody new, we know. Don't know. Yeah. So anyway, it's like I was born, my whole life I was in chains. My master was dying of consumption. <laughs> Consumption. That's an old school disease. Your body's eating itself. That's that shit from Les Miserables. Yeah, I actually, I, the, uh, I actually paused the movie and said, I don't know what the fuck it is. Let me look it up. <laughs> but I was like, yeah. let me see what this is. You know said? You don't die from consumption anymore. We eat too much damn food. I was like, yeah. My mother, 35 years, nursed him, took care of him, slept with him. And it's Pam Greer. Because, of course. Pam Greer got up in every. She got to show up in like you know a movie every three months, and hey, she working. I was surprised she popped up. So yeah. she's there. It's like what's his name? Thaddeus. Nothing. Nothing screams Thaddeus at all. Good luck. You don't need it. See out there. Where my shoes at, boy? I got my freedom. Oh, he just walked over there. He ain't say nothing. Free. Free. You Jeez. can't even read. You gotta say right, nigga. You can't read. I don't use that word. So you know. I'm saying it because he said it. No, we are gonna say it. And he didn't say it. Hey, nigga, you can't read. So you don't know what this says. Yeah, get up. Come on, grab it, nigga. Crawl, nigga. Crawl. I'm like, ooh. I wonder if Quentin Tarantino wrote this scene because I was like, oh, let me help you with this scene, Rizzo. I know what to say. Let me help you, Rizzo. Probably say you. R Z E R. I call you know, I, I think at my age now, like I told you before, it didn't bother me when I was younger watching Quentin Tarantino movies because that was a whole my hipster thing and I thought it was so cool. But getting older now, seeing that shit, like I let the Django, not Django, uh, Hateful Eight shit slide because I'm like, ah, oh, it's the timeline. You know, that word probably was thrown around. But then I'm just like, yeah, he just did it in every fucking movie. I don't know, man. Stop bothering me as you get older. That's all. I just want to say that. Uh, yes. He's like, what you all do? Go crawl. Crawl on the ground like the nigga you are. Crawl, nigger. And it's just kind of like, it's so offensive, it's laughable. Because <laughs> it's just kind of like, this is a loon. And it's funny, like, racism should never be some looney tune shit. But this is just funny, like, they just throwing around. And so he... Lift up his arm, and they try to beat him up. He has to slip. He try to save him, and he bang his head off the um the what's that the anvil? Yeah, this nigga killed a white man. <laughs> hey, this nigga killed a white man. Okay, he white. Uh, okay, thanks no, for letting us know. White man, uh, 
I'm at that 20. That probably the same thing happened 2020. Tommy, Tommy Larry screaming that out. Shit, he was one of the night. They killed a white man. He was white. He killed him. He burnt the store. It'd be some white dude with a blowtorch <laughs> with a hoodie on as Black Lives Matter. I'm like, that man played Fortnite. <laughs> ain't no, ain't no nigga burning out a foot locker. What the fuck y'all talking about? <laughs> oh, they burned the Popeyes to the ground. Y'all, oh yeah, that's what we do. Word. Nah, doubt Black that. Black burn our Popeyes. Like, come on now. Pop, chicken ain't did nothing to us, so we ain't gonna do nothing to the chicken. white guy that got a bottle, it might well have been a casket set fire on it. They'd be so out there, oh, let me go out this window and hit it with a hammer. Let me go real slow. Like, oh my, don't get me started on that. So anyway, that happens. The other looking on the floor was like, you'll be hiding that boy, huh? What's going on? Nothing, sir. Nothing going on, sir. And then she clubbed him in the head because she's hiding a boy. Like, run. Run, son, run. And then he runs. And somehow with a chain, he free. But since he killed a white man, it's like, you ain't going to be free because the word come out. You ain't going to defend that. So he somehow run to a boat. And, of course, the boat I scared to sink. And that, okay. That's a long boat ride from, like, South Carolina, where they are, to China. You say he? Did you How see? How many the, months is that? Ah, what a nine months, six months, nine months. I say about between. Like yeah, that sound about two, right. Eight or nine years. <laughs> Man, I played them video games. They're like, oh, we had five boats and four of them sank. <laughs> and, they, yeah. and they leave from like London to Japan. This man left from like. The SEC territory. I mean, it's tough. I mean, I play Oregon Trail, so I know that voyage had to be tough. Yeah, like every time you see them old games, like Assassin's Creed, it's like three years later. And <laughs> <laughs> hey, you just thinking about that. You can go, you can go, you know, across the world in like a couple hours. Them chips used to take years, so he lands somehow with his afro and the monk see him with Gordon Liu, Shaolin and Wu Tang. Pi Bay himself didn't even recognize him. Yeah, yeah they, they, they did a really good job with the makeup on that. Because I was like, oh, that was Gordon Liu. Out there. So they find him. And then Rizzo gets to do what he do best. Talk his Asian shit. Oh, you know he loved that. Yeah, he was probably waiting for that scene. You know, bong bong, I can talk to you a little Asian if you want me to, if you need me to. Sifu, why don't you talk? Words traps ideas. Once the idea is a trap, it's the trap is no longer needed. So those who know do not speak. Oh, Jesus Christ. See, you know, it's a way if you watch if I know how scammers work because I watch kung fu movies and I've been in barbershops. All you gotta do is speak confidently and say something that sounds like it makes sense. Cause it's like, oh, that sounds deep. That shit ain't deep. Most people that shallow. That's why people like I don't trust anybody that read Malcolm Gladwell books, the Fifty Laws of Power book, and the game the book like the game like the game book. All them scammer books. If I see somebody got Fifty Laws of Power book, I'm leaving. I've never read that book and never chose to want to read that book. I see people, they, yeah, that's the commandments right there. And the people write the book say it's a scam. They don't believe that shit. And they made money. Cause like, yeah, that's how that Jay-Z 
thing, you know, chestnut, I'm a business. I'm not a businessman. I'm a businessman. Like, ugh. Crooks. All of them. So anyway, he explained the whole thing about words and some of, you know, the body has energy that they bring around from nature. This golden nectar concentrates the energy like a dragon ball. Again, he's talking about about the whole. So, and the hair is a prison. Chop off the hair, freeze the mind. And this man starts cutting his hair with a razor. I don't see no shaving cream. No bomb. He out there doing that shit dry. Raw. You know, when I finally first, when I took that razor, uh, well, a month ago, whew, and this man did it raw. I'm like, ah, okay. <laughs> if you say so, you got no cream in here, no water, something. <laughs> and yeah, somehow he got a perfect hairline. Yeah. Figure that shit. No out. clippers. Yeah. Hmm. Imagine that. So he learned about the energy, you know, energy flows to the 12 meridians. Your triple burners metabolizes the energy into your key so you can manipulate things. And I'm like, all right, whatever. <laughs> I mean, I was like, I get, I get what they say. It's, I laugh because I went to school and it's kind of like I... <laughs> It's like, yeah, I've, I've heard enough cutscenes from routine albums. I always laugh about the meridian points and the triple burn, stuff like that. But at the same time, they've been doing this shit for thousands of years. So who am I to tell? Like, I'm not going to tell them they're wrong because they probably know more about health than I do because they had a long time studying it. I just laugh because everybody see the damn pressure points and everybody like, you know what? I wonder if I hit somebody in the navel where they die. <laughs> One of the 12 points is like hit them in the armpit and <laughs> they have a heart attack. Or the five finger or something of death. Pame, uh, I'm going to try to if I ever get a fight, I'm going to punch somebody right in their damn armpit and see what happens. <laughs> like, what the fuck you doing? <laughs> I try to disrupt your triple burner. You know what's funny about that shit? <laughs> After watching what, what was the Kill Bill too, and they were talking about that uh, little move, the five fingers thing. I'd be like, hey, let me try that. No, but you try that shit. Hey, might, it might work. Come here. Let me see if it worked for real. Let me see if, let me see if, I, if I twist your damn heart. It's like, no, nobody, five steps. No, <laughs> nobody like, don't nobody want to believe it, but they won't let you do it either. So it's like, come on, man. It can't be both ways. So basically, it's like after he learned, he got to a certain point, learned how to harness his energy. He's like, you've learned everything you can from here. Your next lesson will be somewhere else. And he's like, I strayed from the path and I lost my way. The sword of karma swing both ways. So basically, like, he learned all this stuff. He's like, I'm going to start slinging that work. So Riza got power. Like, he can, like, basically master his energy and key. And instead, that's why he's good with weapons and you know, he heals so quickly. He's like, all right, I'm going to make my finest weapons I ever made. I just going to need the help. And he's making these these iron fists along with Russell Crowe. And to show how much energy he got, he sets his arms on fire on purpose to seal them in the gloves and then bang the gloves in with like a metal pole like he crucified himself. 
He don't break a sweat. He don't grimace. And I'm like, oh, so he Goku, huh? Pretty much. And he out there, he flexing them. And you see the padded come out his back. He's like, how it work? He break the anvil. He's like, so why you here, Englishman? Oh, go to course. <laughs> chin chin. <laughs> yeah. And you still don't know what he's here for. It's like he know the plan. So basically, they eventually all meet up. Zengi escape. You know, Zengi escapes. They meet up. It's like, oh, so you're alive. So they basically have a plan, like what they're going to do. Because they know. The troops gonna be there, and if they don't get the gold by dawn, they gonna they say burn jungle village to the ground. So, what's happening with our villains? They got the gold from the Gemini killers. They take it to the brothel. Madam Blossom know what's going on tomorrow. You can hide the gold here because they know they are gonna go up to your spot because they know you did it. Hide the gold here, three percent. That's my fee. They're like 3%, like 3%. 3% is better than 0%. That seemed like You fair. finally realize who the other... Go ahead. 3% sounded pretty fair to me. Yeah, but Silver Lion, like, I don't get nothing. And you finally realize who the hooded man is, who Poison Dagger is. It's the man that works in the court. One of the officials of the court. So he's like, he's a secret agent. Like, yeah, I'm just trying to get dope. So they all trying to get paid. Like, you know, so they're going to hide the gold there, and that's the plan. Of course, their plan is, like, I don't know about this deal. Don't worry, we're going to kill all the bitches at sunrise. <laughs> so they'll honor Monk Steve's, and she's like, oh, watch your step, because there's traps here. You might lose your nuts, because she ain't dumb. <laughs> yeah, she ain't stupid at all. She got a plan, and she got her own plan, because she, you know, you get too late because she's like, you know, I know y'all been laying around doing all this stuff. I know y'all suffered. I've been in your shoes, but we're going to take out this. And the whole thing is, their plan is we're going to take the damn gold ourselves and be done with this whole, this whole shit. But you got to have one more night and who ready to get some cheeks? Brass body. Shows up. She trying to fight them like a damn rapist. Oof. And we know Batista good with that. I seen SmackDown. I remember what happened with Melina. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, my ass. No, we got to quick aside. You know, they actually played that like, they played that for laughs. Like, Batista basically coerced vagina out of her off of a lie. That's sexual assault. It is. And they played like, oh, ha, ha, ha. And you know what? I don't know what's worse. The fact that they played that like he's the baby face or the fact that they had a they, something was going on in real life with them. Yeah, I some just telling me you, we know we've all heard the stories about Vince. He just got a kick out of that for some reason. Oh, make them do this. <laughs> since they, right they want to have all this, you know, they want to have all this shit going on. Let's put it on TV. That's what they'll be doing. Fucker, you don't get what he wants. Sound great, pal. Thanks, thanks for the warm up. Nice turtleneck, Batista. <laughs> oh my god, I'm just imagining they had John Cena doing that. <laughs> but you know what's funny but about no. that? Yeah, it's funny about that. I just, I just don't think. I think he would say no. Some, some just telling me John Cena be like, no, I'm not doing that. I don't think so because I seen. I just think John Cena. <laughs> 
sometimes he acts like a, the world biggest six year old, and sometimes he acts like Patrick Bateman from American Psycho. Jesus. Uh, if you want to use my bathroom, we got a sign page contract. Hey, oh, this is the quick, uh, quick thing, John Cena. Did you see his interview after they uh, debuted the Suicide, Suicide Squad? Uh, after they showed the little like uh, title, the character trailer, like who who everybody was going to be. I cannot believe that even outside of WWE, he is still Mr. Corporate. Like, it's like he, it, I don't know, it just seems like he won't loosen up. And I would have thought, like, being in Hollywood all this time, he was, you know, kind of like. The oh. only time I've seen him loosen up, a, yeah, the only time I've seen him loosen up a little bit is on two things. Dacia Zamero, he loosened up a little bit. And when he with kids, like yeah. Nickelodeon stuff. Then he loosens up. Everything else, like, nope. I'd like, to, like I, I learned how to step correct. He's like a robotic version of The Rock. This is a terrific cast and uh, one of the finest casts I've ever been when I wanted to thank DC, the fans. It was just like battle book. And it was just like, no. He learned from The Rock. Yeah, but The Rock got charisma with it. When though. has The Rock ever stepped in? But that's different. It's like The Rock has a natural charisma, so he still never say anything off, you know, even when he talked about, like, black lives, like, he didn't really piss all that many people. It was just, oh, I know The Rock was really black. It's like, yeah, The Rock passionate, he passionate. But he never, like, he always say enough stuff where it's, like, not as non-threatening as possible. Yeah. And you feel like you get a lot, you ain't get nothing. Cena don't have the charisma to pull it off, so he's just more reserved. But Cena's the exact same way, a whole bunch of platitudes and nothing, but he's saying, Tisa said, "What the fuck he want? Yeah, I just and he do what he want. This movie, yeah, he he about to rape this woman. Yeah, he killed her because basically he think killed her boyfriend. So they having a plan on how they gonna attack. First they eat noodles. Tomorrow, oh, he just had a lot of spice and just a smidge of butter. And he take <laughs> big mama, your Arno, big mama, your body." <laughs> you see that slab of butter he put in that wok? Yeah. Um, heart attack. And that man trying to eat with chopsticks like spoon, my friend. Small steps. <laughs> so the plan is they go on um, one go to the south gate, one go to the west gate. They distract that noise. They got to stop it to go. They don't give a sundown. Shit goes on. Because guess what? The arm, see... The plan from the Lion Clan was, oh, they gonna go to our crib. When they go there, gonna be an explosion, and they all dead. And Silver Lion, like, huh, that's a nice plan. And what, what, um, Poison Dagger say, you have a habit of celebrating too soon. <laughs> maybe, maybe you need to chill out a little bit. Everybody high stuffing. It's your little um <laughs> Decepticon plan. You swear he's smart. And that plan would have worked if they ain't getting no, oh yeah, they at the whorehouse. We're gonna wait now. Nah, what we waiting for? Let's get them now. So they got the best, they got the best whores in the neighborhood. So yeah, so their whole thing was the army gonna go to their base, the base blows up, they die, they get to go. Instead, what's gonna happen is the army knows where to go with it, they just gonna go there and slaughter them. So plan already screwed. They find out, you know, it's a secret entrance from the little girl. And then they get armed up, had a plan, get it all dressed up and everything like that. And meanwhile, the girls had a plan because Madam Blossom hit the little and they had the little switchblades in their throat, cutting necks. 
I thought that was. I love that. That scene was so cool. And you realize these women are all trained ninjas. Damn, they ain't just out here shooting, like laying cheeks. And they, she tried, and old lady Silk tried, hit the neck, it turned right like stupid bitch. It throws it to a wall. Yeah, so she. It would have worked if he had, you know, the iron. So basically. Fight scene go on, so it's the women against you know, against the lions, and it's a fight. They they try to jump brass by like six of them, try to hold them down. So basically, you got bronze fighting Lucy Liu, and keep in mind, Lucy Liu's a beautiful woman. I don't know if Lucy Liu's trained in martial arts, but if you told me she was, I believe it, cause she was kicking ass, mm-hmm. and she was like, yeah, I want to be the movie, I want a fight scene. So it's like she went one on, she went toe to toe with Kung Lee. It's like now I have some fun. She out there had the um, the fan blocking blocking arrows with the fan, doing the the House of Flying Dagger shit, the Crouching Tiger hit. Like she just floating on air, beating people's asses. So first person she hit, chopped the head off <laughs> with a kick. She spun. She hit somebody with a roundhouse kick. Cop kicked the head complete off. So they're wrecking shop. And then who shows up? X, you know, eventually X Blade, Jack, and um Rizzo show up. But first, the main fight is between Lucy Liu and, and Kung Lee. She's winning. She basically stabs Kung Lee. He's dead. And then a pillar's about to follow a little girl. She she says little girl, then Kung Lee punk ass throws the fan to kill him and her and her back. So she, she dies. Awesome. That's what I get for being nice shit. Yeah, pretty much. Adio Lucy Lou, you deserve better. All she wanted to do was, you know, liberalize, you know, give freedom to her girls. She died for it. So meanwhile, the gang all shows up, X Play doing his matrix shit. Stabbing somebody, teleporting, stabbing somebody else, posing. Jack ain't trying to do all that. He, he got the knife, got a gun out. They're like, look at it, like, I always bring a gun to a knife fight. Yeah, he, he don't have time for none of that all uh, fancy shit. He's straight to the point. <laughs> and you see X Blade roll his eyes like, oh, this motherfucker right here. He swear he cool. I mean, so they have. And then Rizzo shows up. <laughs> He said he studied something for two months, I guess. Because all I'm seeing him was just punching people. Well, whatever the hell he studied. Shit, I, I mean, think he, I think if he I got iron, If I got iron hands, I, I don't need to be throwing no kicks, so I don't blame him. Yeah. It just looked look weird because it's like he's tall and skinny. And he got these big ass arms. Where he get the power from? From his hips. From, from his cheek? trunk. It's like, yeah, that's the only thing at work because it's kind of like somebody took some incredible Hulk gloves and put them on like a six year old. So I do like how he punched the dude's eyeball out and they wanted to make sure we saw it. Well, they wanted so, to make sure we saw everything in this film. Yeah, he was ripping people's arm. They basically ripping people's arm off, punching their backs out. So he sees his girl dead. <laughs> 
see brass body. He does the whole Bruce Lee thing, points the ring like, let's go. And they about to square up. So they about to square up. You know, Jack about to square up with Poison Dagger. And Silverline about to square up with Zeng Yi. So it's all split up. They're like three separate fights. So first fight, Poison Dagger and Knight, Jack Knife. Going through traps. They throw acid on his damn jacket. Like it's some damn alien shit. And then you find out like they had past history. Because I guess they used to work together. It's like, oh, I'm on the good side now. He points to his arm. So that's what he asked for Mercury. So I guess him and Poison Dagger like got history fight in the past. So they out there fighting. And keep in mind, Daniel Wu is a professional martial artist. I didn't realize this was Daniel Wu till later. Because I remember like the first time I remember Daniel Wu was from Into the, Bad, Into the Badlands. Awesome show. Love that show. It was on AMC for I think three seasons. Yeah, I never I watched the first season, never watched the other two seasons. Oh, it got better. And it's like Kevin put me onto that because he used to watch. I'm like, I'm gonna go ahead and try it out. It's awesome. It was on AMC. A lot of people who could, like the whole thing was let's get people who can fight. And if the acting decent enough, make it work. And they was throwing hands, hands. So he got hands. He out there throwing the chain and Russell Crowe out there with his little magic, his magic knife gun like it's Final Fantasy <laughs> so the gun it's a knife with a gun and the blade spins <laughs> you're right you I didn't think choked. about that they use the blade pull the trigger and the blade spins it to the the, the um the chain like a drill I'm like this man Russell Crowe here like Maximus out here this revolver ocelot shit <laughs> so eventually the chain get caught in the gears it's like, let me go. It's like, see your problem, Dagger. And then Russell Crowe in a Russell Crowe mode. You see your problem, Dagger. You don't see things to the end. That's the difference between you and me. He starts shouting and screaming like that open war off. He's like, the only difference between me and you is the poison we use. He's like, Oville? Hope it's not a poison. It's heaven. To the working hard class, working class of Chinese as an occasional Englishman. Like, yeah. So basically get mad, like you was slinging that, like you sling that dope to the people. You're like, nah, dope. Nah, it's Kool-Aid, man. You talking about <laughs> called him a colonizer. And he laughed it off. Like, I stored that shit too, it ain't that bad. <laughs> and it was the last line, I'll see you in hell. Like, I guess I'll, you know, hold a chair for me, I'll see you first. And starts laughing as he dies. That's some villain shit right there. Yeah, man. So oh well. I'll see you. I'll see you sooner or later. <laughs> uh, that is that was hilarious. So next step, Zen Yi and Silver Lion. So they out here in the room of mirrors because we're gonna have can't have a kung fu movie without mirrors. So they out here fighting. This might not even last that long. So it's like, oh, especially you know, Zen Yi's trying to get to the mirrors. Silver Lion about to get the upper hands, and you throw like six knives at him to get him trapped. He's like, you were like a brother, like, you know, Golden Lion, treat like a son. What happened? It was my time. <laughs> my time is shine. <laughs> I had up. I had next. I'm next. And he's like, all right, you want your gold? Here's your damn gold. He drops the gold on him. A ton of gold head first. So he's out the picture. Gamma Bernie, you're golden hell. It's like, there's a lot of stuff reminding me of Ninja Scroll. 
You're right. And now we can get to the last fight. And this fight actually probably the best fight. You know, it'll last that long. And it's like two people who aren't trained martial artists. So they out here, you know, it's like Rizzo got the desire fist can break his brass, brass body. He get on these blows. And brass body, what the fuck? He hit me. Then he hit him with the tiger strike. He's like, oh, tiger style. Thought your clan was extinct. He's like, my clan is extinct. I murdered them. Nice. So not only is Mr. Kwan brass body, he's also the last member of the Tiger Clan. So Batista out here, okay. Batista is Asian, but he's not Chinese. <laughs> but they like, fuck it. He gonna go with it. Let it rock. <laughs> Let it rock. So not only he got he Mr. Kwan, he brass body, and he do the tiger style. So he out here putting the boots to, to Rizzo, throwing them through chairs and walls and dragging them. And then he picks up a pillar. He's like, I'm a Jew, like I drilled your whore. Why he had to go there, Jeff? Uh, because he, in this movie, he is a piece of trash. So, yeah. <laughs> and then he grabbed his neck. He realized he got stabbed. And it's like, oh, the meridian points. And then Rizzo's like, oh, remember I, I remember my training. So you start hitting the points, hitting all the triple burners put out commission. And Brass Body, like, stuck in metal. And his pieces start chipping. His whole chest is cave. And then, right, Blacksmith thinking about all the stuff he lost. And then, like, and then power up that dragon, that Superman punch to the wind circulating around him. His arms start rotating. Roman Reigns wish he could throw a punch like this. <laughs> Man punched him into oblivion. He's out of there. Like, out of there. You see his face fly. You see all these pieces fly out, out of here. So the army shows up, like, we're going to count to five. And they're going to light this shit up. Five, four, Three, two, one. Who shows up? Oh, General Jack Adams, Her Majesty's Army. Is under control. Put the badge up. So he the, the police. All oh, the whole time. Okay, that man was the first. The secret embassy. The secret emissary is talking about. Yes, the emperor's emissary did a watch was going on. That was him. Oh, that I'm just knocking down holes, snorting cocaine. That was just a, a cover. So we, so you say? I think he just had some vacation time. He's like, uh, yeah, I might do some, Please. have yeah. some fun. So they get to the go because he shows up. He got the uniform on. He's like, oh, Thaddeus, I've had this much fun since we defended the cow for the crowd. Out here looking sharp. He got his hair cut. Got the uniform on. The horse was like, so that man was like, you know, I'm a spy. I'm on a secret mission, having fun. Like I said, the woman was business. Mission was pleasure. And then Zingy's like, I lost a father, but I gained a brother. Thank you, my friend. They all there. And then it's like, you know, you he, know. Breaks, he breaks the sign. He breaks the sign for the weapons. It's like, we out the weapons business. I guess we're gonna make horseshoes and stuff. And the credits end, but the movie doesn't end. <laughs> you wanna explain what happened with the end credit scene? Well, they just show who everybody was, right? Oh uh, no! You stop watching? Yeah, once they start like showing up, oh, this was this person, that was that person. I just oh, stop. Oh, word. Yeah, I you need stop? to go. Yeah. Oh, 
I'm glad. I'm, I'm glad. I'm here to tell you. Stuff happened after that. Oh, I got to go back. And so Zengi, yeah, Zengi, Zengi gets married to his girl out on the mission. His girl's writing a letter while she's pregnant, and she gets kidnapped by the bird clan. She's motherfucker with, with owls come and kidnap her and put her in a cage. She got kidnapped by the court of owls? Like mountain. <laughs> yes. Basically, so Zengi shows up and is like, brother, I need your arms again for another mission. Riz out there chilling. He's about to sip some gold. And he's like, all right. So he put down this. He ride out. So that's how the movie ended. They, the post-credit scene is they kidnap his girl. So so him and Riz got to save his girl from the owl, from like the bird clan. Okay. The owl clan. Now yes. this, this will be the test if I go back and watch that scene. Does Is that the continuation of part two? Is it pick up from now on part no. two? It's a whole different story. No. Right? Yes. Oh, boy. That's why I like because keep in mind the sequel came out was it like 2015, like three years later. Riz is in it, he doesn't direct it. Yeah, he's I'm, in it. I'm a pass on the sequel. No, see the sequel. Unless we're doing- actually better. In the, I would just say this I saw the sequel, and, and I will say this. Oh man, I refuse this movie's over. The sequel works differently because Rizzo works better as a side character. And he a lot more charismatic as a side character than the main character. And it got Shang Tsung in it. Kira Tagawa. <laughs> well, that's always a good thing if you got Shang Tsung in your movie. Mm-hmm. Good Mortal Kombat has begun. Um, you know, I've never I've seen him in a movie when he's been a hero. Have I no me? That's always he's always a villain. Always. Yeah. Damn, that's fucked up. Yeah. Uh no. so that was the they, man. I would definitely say you have time. Cause I think it's on Netflix. And it's only like 90 minutes. What the second one? Yeah. Oh shit, I might watch it tonight. Just for the hell of it. Um wow, this is a mix into the computer. Yeah, I might go ahead and watch that shit. Yeah, fuck it. I'll watch it. Yeah, man. With the Iron Fist, um, I, like I said, I enjoyed the movie. If you've never seen this movie before and you just listening to the podcast, you should watch it. I don't know if it's streaming anywhere. I had to actually get it through Verizon because I couldn't find it. And I really didn't yeah, try that hard either. Yeah, I I bought it because it was kind of like I was a I was a fan. Like it's not great, but it's fun. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Is it something you gonna watch like every other day? No, but. It's a fun movie to watch here and there. And it's just like, it's just a funny thing because the people in there have gone on to such different things and the fact is like, this movie shouldn't exist. Yeah. I like, mean, it's like a, it's almost like a vanity project with a budget. Yeah, and but it works because like so much talented people behind it. It's like, you know, yeah, I'll work for you, Bobby. It's Basically, it's a whole bunch that I'll do a movie with you because I like Wu-Tang Clan. And it's almost like one of those things he got to live his dream. Like he talked about karate movies so much, and that was so much the core of what Wu Tang is. It's like I want to be in a karate movie. And I got to make one. This skinny little boy from Staten Island made a kung fu movie in China with him as a star. He wrote the movie. He directed the movie. He got movie stars to be in it. That's some dolomite shit. Yeah, 
pretty much. That'd be like Dolomite making a. That'd be like Dolomite making a movie and having James Earl Jones in it. Of course, Dolomite. You know I'll be in this movie for you. <laughs> uh, uh, you know what's funny? You know what's funny about that? Earl Jones. Yeah, that's my middle and last name. Yeah, so you, oh yeah, probably that voice. I just laugh because when I all the stuff James Earl Jones he's been in, and the main, the first thing I think of is Conan. Because I'm trying to think, <laughs> no, not even the way. How much cocaine? Like, you know what? We're gonna have James Earl Jones as the villain in a barbarian movie. You had to I mean, find him this silky ass wig and like <laughs> green or blue eyes, and this and it worked. Now I remember watching like. This seemed weird. Who like who thought of this? Somebody who was high as hell. It's like an octopus high as hell, but no. I I, funny, I love Conan because it's just like it's just so straightforward and simple, and yeah, you so, know, it's funny. It's one of my favorite movies. I have no idea why I just like it. So, but when I think of uh, first weird. movies for me, when you say James Earl Jones is best of the best for me, you can do it, Alex. I'm, I've never <laughs> seen the first one. I Why won't you watch the first one? Please watch the first one. Please. Is it streaming somewhere? Uh, let me see real quick. You never know what that one. No, it was, yeah, it was on um stars. Okay, I check stars. Is I don't know why that was, like I heard of the first one. I just never saw it. And then the, I saw part two. And I'm like, I know part two is the worst movie. I love watching part two because it's just hilarious. Yep. Watching my man Brax out there. It's still on stars. Guns. It's still on stars. That man was. All right, I will check it out. Maybe I check out tonight. If I, I got to work out first, but um, if I don't do it tonight, I'll do it tomorrow. But uh, yeah. So, what movie are we doing next week, bro? Next week is in the air. Um, because I want to get the uh Patreon done with um. Fuck, I can't ever think of the title of that movie. The movie that's going to be very, very, very... <sighs> Sorry to bother you. There you go. We have to do that for the Patreon. Although next month's Patreon is going to be great because um, I think, if I'm not mistaken, somebody want us to do a thin line between love and hate. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's funny. It's a time when, Lynn, when it was like Lynn Whitfield... Got mistaken for Angela Bassett. Oh yeah, I remember that. I remember. Yeah, they used to look alike. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I definitely remember that. Uh, so yeah, we gotta do that. So I'm just thinking, like Tuesday, we just had to do that, and just that'll be what we record. Unless we do okay. something just like a like a small little. Um, and we could probably jump back into sports like for an hour or th- forty five uh-huh. minutes. Yeah. So yeah. I I've never seen a thin line between love and hate. Really. But you know the premise of the movie, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, okay. So, yeah. It's... It was a female... I, it was a woman that asked us to do it. So, I have no problem... I'm glad you said it right, right. Woman. It was a woman that asked us to do it. So, I'm very glad that, you know, we... we yeah, she fine. <laughs> Man, you really are going to pimp. You know, these people are like, yeah, they, uh, no, listen. Somebody wants to I give them no percentage. I give them so <laughs> Keep a bitch clean. That's, that's not, 
you know exactly didn't say that shit. You twisted my shit. Up, man. Lady Silk out here living good. She had blankets and shit. Yeah, I would be trying to get on that light. I'm actually gonna change my. I'm gonna change my uh, little Twitter <laughs> joke tonight. I was, I was gonna say when I got a bitch, I got a bitch. <laughs> Word. <laughs> Uh, she living good because she got her own towels. No, that's not you. That, stop, Boy, man. They say the ceiling's the floor. They talk about shit like this. I did not say that. I said that the man. <laughs> and, he said that. I said he needs to have some money coming in, bro. That's what I was saying. She gonna live. She gonna get with this good life. She get to take a <laughs> bath. She giving that shit up. Shit. Hey, you. I did not say that. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. Uh, out there, she now she can't comb her hair no more because she ain't gonna have a comb. And let's talk about this. You and your Batman slander gonna stop because you know what I. You know what I fucking noticed about no, that shit. No, it, it, no, oh. no, 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 no. You can't show. You cannot. You cannot talk about Batman slander stopping after we saw that trailer and we saw what you what they call you. He beat the shot that man for like ten seconds on my vengeance. No, you know what you are. You a criminal. <laughs> Listen, man. He pushed up on the wrong dude. Talk about so who you supposed to be? What? Now, now talk. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Listen, I joke about this shit. And I even told you, I'm starting to come. Well, I've been coming around. I know. I got too many Batman comics not to exactly know what everybody is saying. But it's like, yo, that was my thing growing up. That was my, because I was so, still am kind of introvert. I'm an introvert. So it's like, comics were the things I read to go and go away. You know, just, that was my thing. And Batman comics were. So I was just like. That's. It's a lot of people that like Batman because, like, he's different. He's more. They tell themselves he's more relatable than Superman. I'm like, this man is a lunatic. Oh, he's insane. That's dressing up. He's insane. It's like, you know, he just don't need to be done. It's this, this bad. Jaywalking. Where's the Joker? You know what that sound was? Him banging in my head against a, a fire hydrant. It's a reason why Dick doesn't want to be anything like him. And I, I always tell people that Dick. there's a reason why, because he knows. They got mad at Titans when he's talking about fuck Batman. Like, no, he's trying <laughs> to keep his brain. Batman, a maniac. You saw that clip of Gotham Knight? He's trying to run that man head over with, with a tank. We're a scarecrow. Vroom, vroom, vroom. <laughs> what type of Guantanamo shit is this? And he gets himself. Thanks for the info. <laughs> Bow, punch you right in your skull. I love and it. Keep in mind, oh, Batman don't kill nobody. Dumb Kevlar armored gloves can stop bullets. Batman is training like 45 different type of martial arts and lift weights, and he punching the shit out of them. What do you think happened to him? You hear how Larry Johnson tweet on Twitter. You see how Evander Holyfield talk. That's a little, what happened? Batman hit me the head. Two plus two equal chicken. Listen, man, Batman got out here giving CTE, man. He giving CTE out every goddamn night. And it's not just men. He hitting women. If oh, they yeah, train. We, we've had that. We And that theory has been blown up after you after I watched uh, the second Batman. Batman movie. Returns. Yeah, I was mm-hmm. like, oh, wow. Hey, but, that cow bulletproof. He had put shit out of Catwoman. It's choke slamming her. Eight floor. Fiber. Yeah, he he definitely he, he definitely was whooping her. Ass. And that's your hero. Yeah, it's Batman. That lunatic. Oh, oh, you you 
You nick me the ribs, I'm going to back slap your ass off a building. Oh, that truck just happened to be there because I planned it. I'm a you detective. Know, I, always, oh <laughs> I always felt like his stories were better than the actual character. Like, this, you know, like I can, I can read uh, Nightfall and I'm more into like, oh, he's not Batman and this person is taking over and, you know, Dick Grayson is going to be enough. You know, it's like, I always tell people this. I think Dick uh, Dick Grayson is a I, more. I, I read Nightfall. Yeah, I think Dick Dick Grayson is more interesting than Bruce Wayne because of he's seeing what he doesn't yeah. want to be, but he still somewhat takes on some of his traits. Batman, Batman's a rich white maniac that's oh, written that he's smart. Like this whole thing, Batman can defeat the whole Justice League because he can plan. Get the fuck out of here! Superman can kill him from a thousand miles away. Batman ain't that fast. Like, what are we talking about? Batman studied for the the test so he can just beat anybody. Like that's is is insane. It's a reason why certain people don't meet up. You'll see Daredevil fighting the X Men. I think you know what that was. It's a reason for that shit. Oh yeah. After the whole uh, Dark Knight Returns, people ran with that. They ran with that. Oh, if he gets time to plan, he can kill. You know, he can beat Superman. Wonder Woman would break his fucking neck. Well, cause she get, cause she don't play that shit. Superman like, nah, I don't know about this. <laughs> Wonder Woman don't, Wonder Woman don't play that. She pragmatic. Like that's, I always laugh that he just a man with mall karate of money did a whole bunch of push-ups. He had beaten Superman. Like what did we talk? Like that's not how it worked. And you know why I was always mad about that? Cause I, I didn't grow up reading DC. I grew up reading Marvel, and it's a reason they kept certain people away. Like people talk about, well, who went to the X Men Avengers? I'm like, who do you think? What Captain America doing a shield against Storm? Yeah, <laughs> like Storm, like we got people that can, like Cyclops, can knock down a mountain with his eyes. Storm controls the weather in space. Like Gambit to take that shield and, and blow it up. Like, what do we talk about? Oh, Iron Man got a suit. There's a reason why Iron Man never bothered Magneto because that fight lasts like three seconds. <laughs> I always laugh when Wolverine's like, yeah, this time it's gonna be different. <laughs> oh my bones. <laughs> Speaking of which, before we wrap up, you see that joke someone put on Twitter? Someone imagine you sent your child to Professor X school and then you turn on the news and you get thrown through a wall by the juggernaut. <laughs> no, I haven't seen that shit. Oh, I saw that it was rolling. I'm like, you made that. Oh, CNN breaking news. The X, the X Men at it again. It's like, wait a second. I thought he was studying calculus. Tyrone? Bullshit. What the fuck, Magneto? Magneto throwing Tyrone off a building. That was the motherfucker. Uh, Tyrone. Tyrone was the one they blew up in first class. <laughs> oh, man. I'll be calling Professor X Men like, um, what are you doing, my son? Why is he in a war? Genosha? He's supposed to be at. What do you mean? When you said field trip, I thought he was going to the zoo. Nah. He's doing what? He's a he, Oh, he, what happened? Oh, he, he ain't going to be home Thanksgiving. A sentinel stepped on him. <laughs> he, he's all right. He's, he's in stable condition, but you won't see him. Alien tech, I got Shi'ar technology. What, Shi'ar? Is that Apple? Oh, no, it's alien. <laughs> what? No, you, you, get the, you stand the fuck home. We send you to private school, different private school. Yeah. Uh so we can get up. About this. Like he was excellent. 
We definitely gonna wow. get up out yeah, of Professor here. Professor X was trash. He absolutely was. Um, I have no idea what's gonna happen next week. We may have a show, may put something small on here. Who knows? But we got to do the Patreon because the people pay for it. So Patreon comes first. Uh, anyway, if you want to follow us on social media, you can follow me at Jeff versus the World on Twitter, Facebook, the Real Jeff versus the World on Instagram, uh, and Philly Drugs for Shahid. Uh, and he would love for the follows. Um, at, nah. your, <laughs> at your uh, own risk. Nah, I don't need no follows. Nah. I don't need nothing. Well, I'm fine. He is absolutely fine, ladies and gentlemen. Anyway, uh, you're hitting it sooner Watch or later. Outside. But I will say, man, I think September is going to be a great month for us. Because I told Shahid and I put it on Twitter. I'm like, yo, I want to get the movies upset up early so I know what we're going to be watching. Uh, we got a jam packed month. Uh, Soul Food, Tombstone. Uh, what are those other two movies? What's the other one you picked? Um, I know I, I picked. Um, you take Takers. Yeah, Takers. Um, let's see the other one. What did I pick? Um, was it Black Dynamite? Yeah, Black Dynamite. That's what yeah, it was. So Black that, Dynamite. So September gonna be fun. Um, <laughs> it's definitely gonna be fun because I did not ever expect Shahid to pick Soul Food. Um, <laughs> that's the first one. That's us. We all seen Soul Food. I'm I'm surprised it took this long because I'm surprised I took the best. I remember we did the best man first because they had a sequel. But truth be told, who are you going to do a first one? It should have been Soul Food because that kind of like, you know, kind of kicked. Way to Excel kind of kicked it off. But Soul Food is kind of like you can be a man and watch and not feel bad. Way to Excel is like, mm, it's kind of yeah. shaky. You're a man watching this. Because all the men trash except for Gregory Behinds. Right. And Wesley Snipes, depending on how you feel about white women, oh, my wife, she got cancer. She about to die. As soon as she die, we can date. <laughs> you, That's some Tyler Perry shit right there. It, it was a big and debate about like that. he was noble. Yeah, there was a. I remember recently on um, Twitter, I think a woman had put out that tweet that was Wesley Snipes right or wrong for sleeping with um, Angela Bassett that night. And you had a lot of women saying, yeah, he was wrong. And it was just interesting. I, 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 I didn't say nothing, but I was looking. He tried to be a hero. Like, yeah, you know, I'll be with you now. But I got a woman, white woman. You know, I feel with them white women. I'll leave. You know, I feel mommy. The white women, I can give up the pork, but I can't with those white women. Don't worry. I'll give her up because God about to take her. <laughs> as soon as she die, we can get it popping. Like, he tried to play all dope. Like, I'm just there supporting her because I love her. She loves me. But, you know, once I have to do that no more, it's like he got a contract. As soon as I finish this last tour, I can go to WCW. If we ever do wait next, we definitely going to have a woman on that episode. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> because uh, mm-hmm. I think that would be the right thing to do. Anyway. Yeah, get we, let's, let's head that one out. Yeah. Uh, until next week, uh, hopefully y'all catch us on one of them. Patreon or free. We'll be here with something. All right. Peace.